Well, hello, friends. This is Pastor Frank with Ray. We're here to share with you about God's love. Isn't it great with this world that we're going through right now uh, and, and so many things for people to be worried about, anxious about? Isn't it good to refresh ourselves with the love of God? Uh, because that doesn't change. Trials come. Problems come, challenges come, and it changes from day to day, but God doesn't change. He's the same, the Bible tells us, the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we're so glad to be here, Ray and I look forward to these moments together as we gather and talk about things uh, that are personal to one another at times, but what we do pray about is thanking God with an opportunity we have wherever God will give us opportunity to share about you, Lord, about your love, your grace, your truth, and how you are faithful. And these are very difficult times, as you know, but yet that's the very meaningful thing that we have to do, which is share in God's love and consistency. The world changes, we've gone through many things, and we're going through a difficult time now uh, with everything that's going on in our world. There are wars, rumors of wars, all of these things we know from the Bible. It's not anything new to be surprised about. Uh, these things are in the world right now. We know that. But it seems with many who believe this, that it's worse than ever. And people are anxious and worried and concerned about what does the future mean? And there are others, Christian believers, who believe it's time for Jesus to come again and change things. And others believe and think that it's the end of the world. We don't believe that as Christians because God doesn't end the world. He does have changes in our life. He wants to teach us, show us things. And the Bible we know as well as believers is loaded with prophecies. And the Bible does tell us things we have to look forward to in the future. But we need to see the future and think of the future from God's point of view. Many people are very fearful and afraid, and I understand that. I think all of us at times can have a sense of fear about the unknown and what's going to happen next. Uh, that's how many folks feel, and, and uh, it's understandable that we would feel that way and be very, very concerned about what the future holds. But we do know, as I've mentioned already, is that God is the same. The Bible says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's why we're here. We're here to share God's faithfulness, his love, and his plan for our life, and his plan for the world. But we do know this, as he promised us, he's here for those who trust him. He is our personal Savior and God. And that's true with you if you're listening. If Jesus is your Savior, 
You don't need to be afraid because he promised he would take care of you, be with you, and take you through these very difficult times that we're living in right now. And so we can be anxious from day to day, but we know that in the end, it's all going to be okay. It's okay. God's got it all under control. He knows exactly what he's doing. By the way, I don't think I mentioned it, but this is Grace Radio. My name is Pastor Frank with Ray Inman, and we love you and care about you because of God's love and care for you. And that's what we like to talk about and share about, and yet we want to be honest about things as we see it, and we want to share things that are good for all of us to remember. So thank you again, Ray, for being here with me. Uh, You are really a good coach, and I know how much you love God, and you put God first in your life, and, and that means everything to both of us. And we know what we're going through with others, and we need to give it our best to serve our God and our Savior. Ray, before we get going, really, well, this might kind of inspire us to talk about some things. I don't know. We usually trust the Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us in what to talk about. But here's a couple of passages, Ray, I wanted to share with you. Maybe you haven't looked at these passages recently, but but, wow, it says so much. So let me read it to you, Ray, and you may want to check it out yourself. It's in anyone listening. Write down this passage and, and look it up, but I will read it to you, but I'd like you to look it up and read it for yourself. Well, Pastor, just before mm-hmm. that, I was sitting by myself this morning because yes. of your introduction of today mm-hmm. was kind of what I was thinking about all by myself this morning. I wasn't reading my Bible. Okay. I just had a few moments that just I spent think. with God. Okay. And I was thinking about that time that Jesus walked on the sea. Oh, okay. Jesus walked on the sea to go to the boat. Yes. Peter saw him, and Peter had the faith to walk for a few steps on the the sea. Yeah. But he lost his faith and kaplunk into the water he goes. sank. (laughs) And we do not know if it's the end times or not. I have a belief that we are in the end time. But then again, every generation from the apostles on through has thought the same thing. But I was thinking, as you were talking, and as I was thinking this morning, talking Mm. to God, that let's not lose our faith. That's right. Let's not sink into the water. I know that, you know, that we cannot walk on the sea. Right. But if you had enough faith, you could. Peter proved it. <laughs> but he, he looked, yeah. and he saw what was going on around him, and kaplunk, he goes yeah, into he the sank. water. Right. He loses that strong faith that he had just for a few moments. Right, right. And I'm saying... If the end times are now here, great. Come on, Jesus, come and get us. Right. But if they're not, let's not lose our faith. Let's keep our faith until Jesus does come to get us. 
or that we pass away or something like that. And that was kind of what I was thinking of this morning, and you kind of brought up the topic. And we don't talk about what we're going to say before no. we get here. I know. <laughs> Some, it, but it was... Somehow it was, these things come together. Somehow they, it amazing. just came together. It's correct. No, I didn't mean to interrupt your past. No, go, no, that's fine. That's with, fine. That's fine. But it, it does remind me, as you just shared that, uh, what an amazing story that is, that Peter had the faith to walk on the water to walk toward Jesus who mm-hmm. was walking on water. And, and God allowed him to do that. But Peter looked away and he looked at his problems. He looked at the water and it frightened him. Absolutely. So he began to sink. And that's, that's, that's what we kind do. of what I'm trying to get at, yeah. that we yeah. don't want to do that. Let's no. not look at the problems of the world, right. even though we should know about the problems of the world. Right. But let's not, let's not right. forget who's in charge. Oh, you're right, you're right. But it's not wrong to be afraid, is it? Absolutely not. But we have a God who's there to hold us up. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that. That, That's so true. And that's the reason why we feel we're here at a good place today, because we came here before we walked into the studio. We were thinking about, let's not be negative. Let's encourage people. That's right. Let's encourage love and Mm -hmm encourage one another. We're living in difficult times. We know that. And sometimes when we do stupid things, let's mm. not dwell on it. That's right. You, it you and I, like we were saying in the car, you and I are on a downhill side. That's right. So I don't want to spend my life worrying about what happened yesterday mm. or the day before. Right. I just want to look forward. Oh, well, that's the way to go. And that's yep. what we need to do to encourage people. And God will help us do that. Oh, he will. You know, all we got to do yeah. is say, hey, God, I did it again. I screwed I up again. Well, when you think of it, Ray, think of how many times in the Bible that Jesus said, or, or the Bible says, do not fear. Yeah. Fear. Mm-hmm. Or, or it might say, don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a word from God for all of us today, right now. Right, right. We got we to gotta always look forward. Right. Never mind looking back. Right. Uh, that that looking back was taken care of on the cross. That's right. That's right. Oh, that's so true. I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, let me share this passage with you that came to my mind this morning. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. It touched me, and I thought I'd share it to open up our time together. Yeah. Uh, the passages I'm talking about to read to you, and it's not a long thing. It's just a couple of passages. It's in Titus. It's chapter 2. Titus, that is okay. Very, very few times do I go Book into Titus. It. I yeah. know. I think that's true with most of us. Yeah. But it's one of the pastoral epistles. We think of it that way in the New Testament. And we're looking at Titus chapter 2. And we're going to read a couple of passages beginning in verse 11. So I I think I'd like to read it this time, Ray, and then then we can discuss it a little bit. Yeah. See how, uh, see what what it might mean to you, your personal feelings over it. And me too. Maybe maybe the Holy Spirit will bring a couple of things to our minds to think about and talk about. Okay, it's Titus, and that's right after Timothy, Thessalonians, right in that area of the New Testament, if you happen to be listening and you have a Bible nearby. 
Look it up in your New Testament epistles. And if you look at Thessalonians and, and uh, that those passages uh, in that place in the New Testament area, uh, then you'll be at the right place. So mm-hmm. it's after the epistle of Corinthians, and it goes into Timothy, Thessalonians, and a couple of passages here I'm going to share in Titus. Now, these letters are oftentimes called the pastoral letters. Uh, it, it's, it's pastoral teaching, pastoral messages for us to look at and to read. It especially is good for leadership. It especially is good for pastors to think about and what we're called to do. Pastors are called to encourage people and tell the truth. Well, mm-hmm. That's what we'd like to do right now. So here's the verses I wanted to read. Titus chapter 2, beginning in verse 11. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to deny ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. Wow, what passages when you when you meditate on that as to what God is saying here about the grace of God has appeared. Mm-hmm. We we talk about the grace of God. We think about the grace of God, but the grace of God is also a person. Jesus Christ is the grace of God, and he appeared in this world. He appeared to offer salvation to a world full of sinners Mm -hmm. and depraved and fallen people. The grace of God appeared to show us the way of salvation. He appeared to take us out of this world of fear and 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 with a loss of hope. No, we have hope. And and there is fear, but we don't have to let it take over our life because Jesus came with grace and he appeared to offer us the most important thing of all. Salvation. And it's available for all people who will believe. And this grace of God who appeared in this world teaches us to deny the ungodliness that we oftentimes may portray in our sinful life. He's here to deliver us from worldly passions and to live a self-controlled, upright, and godly life in this present age, this present evil world age that we're living in. And while we are waiting, 
We are waiting for the blessed hope. Now, I suppose we could say the blessed hope, for one thing, is about Jesus coming even in the rapture Mm -hmm. to take us out of this world. But the blessed hope means more than that. The blessed hope is the fact that he has given us eternal life, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He gave himself for us. We want to know about God's grace and love for us. There it is right there. He gave himself. Mm -hmm. He gave up anything for himself to be selfish about. He gave himself in a sacrifice for the sins of the whole world. You know, Ray, I was thinking the other day, people like to argue about things of the Bible at this present time. Some people think we're living at the end times. I I am prone to believe that. Uh, Some people are believing right now the rapture will come any minute, and I tend to believe that as well. But I think the blessed hope includes a lot more than that. We have the hope of what Christ came to do, to save us, forgive us, and to provide a place in heaven. The condition is this. Do we believe his love for us? Do, does he, do we know how he really gave his life on a cross, shed his blood to pay that ransom price to deliver us from sin and the work of the evil one, the devil, who was very active in a fallen, sinful world? So we're waiting for that appearing of our great God and Savior. It is our blessed hope. You know, I thought of how important this is. Maybe this is why this passage today, this morning, it spoke to me. uh, And it was fresh to me. That Jesus came into the world to rename us, save us from this wicked present world. uh, To purify himself, a people that are are his very own. uh, In order to do and eager to do good things in this present world that can be right now so discouraging. People are so afraid. There's so much fear and anxiety, and I understand it because I'm a people person too. I can feel the same as everyone else feels, but we have the blessed hope. Mm-hmm. Jesus is coming. We're going to go to be with him. One reason why I think of it, Ray, I had an experience recently where other people choose not to believe the Bible. They they choose to believe other religions, maybe, or other philosophies, or other future words spoken from other people, even cultic teaching and cultic kinds of doctrine. Uh, but nothing can remove me from believing in Jesus Christ. And I'll tell you the bottom line for that, why I, I have all my faith in him. Because there's no one else who came into the world that could honestly, they were God. But Jesus said, I am. He's the great God and Savior. He came in the flesh. Not only that, he proves that he loves me. And he died on the cross to pay for my sins. And he offered the gift of eternal life. Now, where else can you go in the world? What other religion teaches that? None do. But Jesus said who he is, and he taught those things. That's exciting. But there's the devil, there's the world, and there's the flesh that wants to take away this message, Ray. We need to continue to share the love of God in Christ. Well, 
Let's look at verse 11. Let's, let, let's just read this here and see if it means anything at all. Okay. <clears throat> now, my Bible uh, has a little different uh, wording than yours, but it's the same thing. Right, right. Mine says, verse 11, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Now, let's not forget yep. all men. All men. That's right. His gift of salvation is for all men. But let's go down now into, uh, where, where am I here? Uh, 14. Okay. Now we're talking about Jesus. Yes. Who gave himself for us that we might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people. Yes. He came here to save all men, but not all men are going to be saved. That's right. So I'm saying where we're on the topic today about hope, about eternal life, and at least you and I thinking that we may be in the last days, people, if you're listening, at least try to read the Bible, get into it just to find out whether it's true or it's not true, because you might not have much time left. That's so important. It really is important. Yes. That's why, it's, uh, you know, he's saying, I'm here to save all men. Yes. But not all men are going to accept me and accept what I did. That's right. So please look into what I'm saying to the people sure. who's listening. Look into it. Yes. See. See what it, what it is. If you reject it, then you reject it. But if you look into it, read the Bible, try to distinguish the differences in it, you may say, hey... This Bible is as true as anything can be true. Oh, so true. It's foolish not to look at look into it, even if you're not a believer, That's to look right. to look into these things. Mm -hmm. It might sort of give you a spark about considering some truth about Jesus and why he came and what he came to do. Well, he this. came here to give you salvation. That's what he did. It's a gift. It's a gift. He came here to give it to all men. Right. But not all men are going to accept it. That's right. And that, that's, that's the thing that is so sad. Mm -hmm. it, it's like at Christmas time, you know, we're getting close to the holidays. We come to the Christmas season, and you love someone so dearly, and you do some shopping, and, and you get the gift in a department store, perhaps, that you'd like to share on a Christmas morning uh, at the Christmas tree. And... And why do we do that? Because we love that person. Mm -hmm. I want to share that love to my wife, to my husband, or my children. And how would it feel when you love someone so much like that and they reject the gift that you want to show them because of your love? Yeah. That's what we do to Jesus when we reject what he did. He's a gift from God Almighty. And if we reject that gift of salvation that he offers people, we're rejecting the greatest gift that's ever been offered. But the whole thing of it is, is a lot of people don't even want to investigate it. 
They just simply you know. say, oh, no, that, 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 that's you know, some it. old boogeyman living up in the clouds someplace. Right. Some, uh, just investigate it. That's all I'm asking. Yeah. Just, just, just do yourself a that's favor right. and investigate it. I know. Why not search it out? What's wrong with searching out and listening to the other guy? It doesn't take you very long. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 You know, being in ministry, and just as it is with you in cases where we hear stories from maybe other religions or other people, and um, we not, may not agree with them at all. But at least I think most of the time what we do, Ray, is check the evidence. Yeah. We want to see the reason why they're believing the wrong thing instead well, of the right thing. Well, even us as Christians, let's say old-time Christians. You're an old-time Christian. I'm no, not. Right. But let's say even you. You can read things in the Bible and kind of just go over it. Yes. And then other times you may hear somebody say something or you may read it and say, oh, wow. That's, that's right. That's right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I do. The, the, I do. It, that's, in the, that's what they call investigating something. Yes. You're looking at something and you don't get it. Yeah. So you might go to some tutorial over here or you may listen to somebody on the television or the, your pastor at your That's church right. or something. That's right. And he'll be talking about it and you'll say to yourself, yes. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's right. Well, that's what I'm asking the people yeah. to do. Just read your Bible. Just listen to a couple yep. of pastors yep. and let the, let, let the Lord take it from there. Wow. That's great. You know, I, it's so true. It's a good way to explain it, Ray. I, I really appreciate that. Uh, you notice, too, one word that sticks out to me here in the passage that we read is the blessed hope. Mm-hmm. I think of the word hope. You know, the Apostle Peter made it clear in his epistle, in the first epistle of the first chapter, uh, he was talking about Jesus and things related to salvation. And he mentioned, in terms of our faith in Jesus, Peter wrote it down as hope. We have a living hope, is how Peter wrote it out. A living hope. Now, you know, for one thing I thought about many times, in reading passages in the Bible about hope. And and one definition for the word hope from a biblical point of view is this. God's hope means this, that what God has promised is absolutely certain to come to pass. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. It's a living hope because it's real. It's right here with us right now. And what God told us is certain to come to pass. Mm -hmm. So no matter what you think and about where your faith is, if you would believe in Jesus and believe in his promises for you, it's a living hope. It's not something that you hope for on human terms. I I, I may hope that I get a special gift at Christmas time, but the hope that the Bible is talking about here in this context about Jesus and what Peter wrote is a living hope. It's you true. Can't take, yeah, it's right here for us to enjoy and know about. It's factual. Yeah, um, it's, it's truth. It's not wishing something. That's right. Exactly right. And uh, I think that's wonderful to know that that's why Jesus came. He came to give us a living hope. And what we want to do today, and what we are doing, by the way, our time is almost up. And I don't want to talk too long today. You know why? Because I don't want you to turn your dial or click a button 
and go somewhere else. This message today, I believe with all of my heart, this message that Ray and I have been talking about is the most important thing that anyone could ever hear about. The love of God, his sacrifice, his promises, and the living hope. We don't want you to lose that. We want you to focus on it. If you're listening to this and God touched you with it, and and I don't know how you couldn't be touched with it, would you please listen to it again? And then even more importantly, would you share it with someone else? Share this message with someone else. And if you want a copy of it, we'll give you a copy. In hard copy if you want it. Just let me know. We'll get it to you. And you can share it with others. Because today, more than ever, I believe the people really do need to hear about the love of God and the grace of God as never before. If you'd like a copy of this message to share with someone else, we sure would love to share it with you. Be in touch with us, okay? Would you do that? If you need some kind of help, I don't care what it is, prayer, uh, something written down, or a reference that we could give you to show you about all these things, please let us know. Get in touch with us. You can send us a message right here on Spotify. There's a there's a place there where you can click on a message, and, and we will automatically get it right here on Spotify. So would you do that, please? Be in touch with us about it. I'll give you a phone number, however, um, that you could call, but you have to tell whoever answers the phone why you're calling. Just say, well, Pastor Frank wanted me to call this number today, and then you can share on that message what you're thinking about, especially in relation to this message that Ray and I shared with you. It's 781-363-2011. And that's especially a local call right here in the Burlington area. Just call the number, leave your message. If you don't get a live person answering the phone, we'll get right back to you. But there's a chance, a very good chance, you'll be able to talk to someone, ask about Jesus, Maybe you'd like to ask about how can I know today I'm forgiven and and God, Jesus, died for me and saved me. Any of those things, Bible verse you might need to know about, call that number, 781-363-0211. I think that's the right number, Ray. I keep forgetting numbers. <laughs> so please be in touch with us. You can share us an email right here on Spotify. So, friend, if you're reaching out to God, I would invite you to pray this very brief prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me on the cross. I want to have that assurance that Pastor Frank and Ray talked about. God's love, how the Jesus forgives, how he died for all of our sins. Salvation is a free gift, and all I have to do is believe in what Jesus did at the cross for me and commit my life to him as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, friends, for listening with us today. How much we appreciate the opportunity to share with you. Please be in touch with us as soon as you can. 